Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cool Side of the Pillow podcast. My name is Jamie, and in this podcast, I interview my friends, family, and even strangers about their passions and hobbies in life. We'll talk about movies, music, sports, cooking, and so much more. So join me as I dive into the world of the geeky, nerdy, and niche on the cool side of the pillow. And now, without further ado, over to future Jamie with his guest. Take it away, Jamie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the cool side of the pillow podcast. My name is Jamie, and uh, in this podcast, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, somebody I've known pretty much my entire life, uh, grown together, evolved together, had some fights, had some arguments, but, uh, you know, now we're, we're thick as thieves. Yes, ladies, gentlemen, my guest today is myself. Hi, myself. How are you doing today? Well, Jamie, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Just got my vaccination. I'm uh, I'm living life, living large. Um, I uh, you know I've uh, I've I've been doing okay. Some ups, some downs, but uh, life is pretty good. That's very good to hear, Jamie. I'm very glad to hear that. Um, so the topic for today, myself, is um, well. It's a topic that I've been meaning to talk to you about uh, for a while, and that is animated movies, or I guess animation in general. Yeah, animation's uh, animation's a pretty pretty top category for me in terms of uh, films and things that I like. Um, probably started watching uh, animated movies and animated shows and stuff uh, since I can remember. They've really been a, a part of my life for um, forever. I would say, even on the background, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if I'd if I'd watched them as like a a toddler, even. Um, but yeah, animated movies. Not even just not even just Disney. Uh, the the there's so many other companies, other you know, animation studios and stuff that put out such incredible work, incredible products. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I've just given up on the the bit of talking to myself now. So now we're just going to dive into it. Uh, mono imano, if you will. So, um, yeah, well, I hope you can't hear that, but it's pouring down rain right now. Um, if you can just, Pretend it's ASMR. Pretend it's, uh, you know, uh, put, I mean, don't listen to this and fall asleep because that would be kind of sucky, but like, let it calm you down, let it chill you out. Um, but anyways, back to animated movies. So I think the first time I ever watched an animated movie or the first one that I like vividly remember watching, uh, is The Lion King. Uh, it came out really close to my birth, like, year. Uh, I think it might have come out on my birth year. Actually, I think I'm wrong. 94. Never mind. Four years before me. But uh, my mom loved it. And uh, because she loved it, she would play it for me. And uh, let me watch it 
for hours on end. Apparently, according to her own testimony, she um, she told me that I had watched it every day, I think for a whole summer, if I remember, if I'm quoting her right. But like every day, I would sit down, I would watch it, and then I'd watch it again and again and again on repeat uh, for like pretty much, which is, uh, I could not imagine doing that now, but... But uh, you know, it's a, it's a great it's a great movie. So I'm I'm glad that my mom uh, raised me with some taste. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, it kind of grew from there. I, I, I kind of bypassed a lot of the the princess movies, not out of my own volition, just out of my love for animals at the time. I'd watch. Jungle Book, I'd watch Lion King again, Aladdin even, uh, Tarzan was a big favorite of mine, and then Brother Bear, uh, 2003-2002, was like, that might have been the first animated movie I watched in theaters, and that was like the, the moment where I was like, yes, this is exactly what I love in animation, this is exactly what I want out of a movie, it was just everything. Phil Collins soundtrack, great characters, transforming into animals. It was like everything. It was a great uh, setting and stuff, and, and especially in Canada, uh, with the beautiful wilderness kind of kind of background and stuff. And bears. I was a huge fan of bears at the time, so uh, and still am. So that was definitely a bonus, but. Yeah, I've said but a lot, I realized. <laughs> but, you know, Brother Bear was the one that kind of skyrocketed me into... Uh... <sighs> I don't know what to say. It's a, it's not a love. It's like more than a love. What is it when you're like an addiction, I guess? <laughs> I guess it's an addiction to animated movies. Um, I never really had a falling off period... I don't think, uh, of animated movies. They kind of just followed me through my whole life. There's definitely lots that I've missed and lots that I want to catch up on. Um, I'm planning at some point, uh, soon, hopefully to watch Atlantis uh, and the lost empire again. I think I watched it before, but maybe not even, I don't know, but there's like, but yeah, Disney kind of runs the, the world on a lot of that. So I, I mentioned those movies mostly because they're probably the ones that have been, I, I've been around more, but movies, especially uh, DreamWorks movies are the ones that are, are, are probably, uh, probably my favorites looking back on everything. Cause like Shrek is incredible. Kung Fu Panda really hit home for me, uh, because it was about a fat guy uh, kicking ass and, uh, you know, uh, and Jack Black is the best. So, um, you know, it, it hit home, hit close to home to me cause I'm a fat kid and I kick ass, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so DreamWorks probably has some of my favorite ones. There was, uh, Sinbad. I think they did Sinbad and that's a great film. Prince of Egypt, I really want to rewatch as well. I'm just looking at the 
the uh, movies that they produce. DreamWorks Animation. I think they did Turbo, if I'm not mistaken. And that was actually pretty good. Oh, they did Madagascar, right? That was also really fun because, again, animals. And I was a big animal man. An animan, if you want, if you will. Um, How to Train Your Dragon, also so good. I want to rewatch that, all of them as well. Um, I haven't been watching most of their recent stuff, the Trolls stuff, the Boss Baby stuff, all that. Never really got into that. But, um, But Shark Tale was so fun. You know, Over the Hedge, an underrated classic in my mind. I uh, have it on uh, DVD, I believe, and uh, watched it, not recently, but I I remember it very well, all the characters and, and the plot and everything, the shaved bear at the end, spoiler alert. Um, but lots of great imagery for that one. You know, animated, animated movies are something special, you know, because they... To me, especially after I kind of dived into the acting world um, and kind of got a, I guess, background, a a backstage view into a lot of how that works, it kind of became understandable to me. Animation is so much further out of my comfort zone and like out of my understanding. Like I get the general idea of it all, but it's still so foreign to me in the the process in the in the time and the work and the effort that has to go into it and and not even specifically for for like the older 2D hand drawn animation stuff like the the older disney stuff or or older animation stuff in general but even now the like getting such and i know it's computer it's all uh, it's all computer generated but somebody's still drawing all of it somebody's still like designing all the stuff, right? It's not just like clip art. It still takes so much time and so much effort and I'm never going to understand it. It's something that's so beyond my knowledge and so beyond like any concept of like any, any reaching distance that, you know, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm in awe and I hmm I don't even know how to word it but I'm in I'm in awe at just how how much how much passion goes into it. I'm a very I'm a person very connected to passion. I love learning about other people's passions as you see in this uh this podcast cool side of the pillow. Um I'm a very passionate person myself. I will dive into something very, very hard for a long time. That's why I cannot play video games because uh, when I play video games, I will sit there and just play them for like hours upon hours and then I will get nothing done. So when I see passionate people create projects that in imbue passion into other people like animation has done for me it just it just it just grabs me and makes me gravitate to it even more you know um but it's it's such a 
magical it's it's such a magical realm of of creation as well because it it's it really is limitless it's all it all depends on what you can draw or what you can design and it's it i feel like everybody's like you can do anything nothing's impossible but there's definitely obviously things that are possible but in animation i feel like the the boxes of what's impossible is is even wider than than for like live action like real life even cuz you know you can for example let's go for example for example you can go you can go to space in a spaceship if you wanted to but in animation you could draw somebody flying around in space with nothing but their their body and soul in mind you know there's not uh there's not the logistics you can go around the logistics and it can be believable if you create the world in a way that's fantastical that's out that's uh kind of open you can kind of do anything that's also one of the things with with not even just animated movies, but animated games and well, games just in general, because it's all it's also all about designing and creating a world and characters who who fit in the world. But if you create the world in a in in, in a big enough, wide enough universe of space, then it can be it can be limitless for lack of a better word, you know? Yeah. Yeah, animation. Animation is and 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 one another thing about animation is it really feels and it, it it's definitely changed over the years, but still I feel like the general idea of it especially amongst uh I guess older generations of people is that animation is for kids or it's for you know it's for fun it's silly it's cutesy but it's not there's no like substance to it but you look at at studios like uh Leica if if you if you know the the Leica Studios uh company they've done movies like Kubo and the Two Strings the Box Trolls Coraline I think I'm pretty sure they did Coraline um and it's all kind of like creepy. It's not cutesy. There's nothing cutesy about it. It's it it it, it, it it's very they're all very political. They they're scary. They're captivating and and they teach stuff. And I feel like it might be it's definitely an overreach because there's lots of live action films that teach but i feel like i haven't really seen a lot of live action movies that teach as many like important statements uh as animation i think that's a reach i think i detract that statement actually but 
still the the amount of and and the fact that animation is targeted often to children but still provides such really important messages like uh what's a what's an example let me think of an example well shrek shrek is an example just off the top of my head shrek's an example of kind of it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are you still should like believe in who you are and and trust in your abilities and you know do live your life on your terms don't let other people push you around blah 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 blah. uh kind of cliche but at the time i'm sure uh it was i mean it feels revolutionary to my brain because it was it was one of the earlier ones that i watched but anyways it's it's really just, it's not just for kids. And if I feel like you do a disservice to the entire genre, the entire, you know, spectrum, the medium, if you will, of animation, if you just limit it and its reach to children or its its impact to just children, because there's a mass of well, for one, Disney has done a great job of of kind of catering certain moments and certain uh, jokes and stuff to adults, but it's a it's about the journey, right? That's the whole cliche: is it's about the journey, not the destination. And going through the journey, it doesn't matter how old you are. That animation still can it can guide you through so many different things it's 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 not a it's not just for kids is basically where i'm getting at with this and i know i'm probably preaching to the choir because uh well maybe not just i feel like if you haven't watched an animated movie like a non-disney animated movie if you haven't explored other animation in a while i would recommend doing so because there's a whole world of animation and, you know, there's a whole world of unexplored and underappreciated animation out there that may surprise you. I guess that's what I'll say. It may surprise you because, you know, it's a... It's a genre that takes so much effort, so much passion, so much skill, and so much time that to to just brush it aside is is upsetting to me. And you don't want Jamie to be upset, do you? No. You want Jamie to be happy. So, you know, watch Prince of Egypt again if you haven't in a while. Watch... Uh, give give Coraline a rewatch. Watch Paranorman. Uh, what are some some on Dis on uh, Netflix? Let me see Netflix. Netflix, what you got for me? What you got for old Jimmy Jam? Ooh. Mm, okay, I'll come to that in in a minute. Actually, hang on. Um, but there's a one major recommendation that uh, I'm going to send all y'all's way. You know what also sucks? Going to, to Netflix. Uh, mostly animated stuff is under children and family. It shouldn't be. It should be everywhere. It should be for everyone. But anyways. 
Beating a dead horse, I guess you say. Um, okay, yes. We're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna turn the little, we're gonna steer a little to the side. We're taking a, a different route for a second. I'm also gonna talk about uh, Studio Ghibli movies, or Ghibli. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know what the right way to do it is. So I will probably jump back and forth. Um, but Studio Ghibli. We're gonna call it Ghibli because that sounds funner. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that, I think. Studio Ghibli movies to me are some of the most masterfully crafted, intense and emotional stories in all of cinema. And I don't think that's a stretch. I think if you talk to anyone who's studied them or uh, explored them or even just watched them, I don't think you can, you would hear an argument against that. There's, and and this is from somebody who who watches the dubs and stuff. I don't, I don't uh, watch with subtitles. I, I watch the dubs because they are easier for me as an uneducated, uncultured white man. But uh, there's there's something so special and so creative about them all. Is they're they're all like under two hours. I don't think anything goes over two hours, which is also one of the benefits of animated movies. They they are very succinct in what they can produce. Most animated movies, if not all animated movies, don't go over um, over two hours, and that to me, just proves how how, t- how much talent it takes to create them. But anyways, back to Studio Ghibli. There are movies, there, there are movies that go so deep into the fantastical and really prove my point from earlier that they can really, do, you can really do anything with them. For example, the one on the page that uh, I'm on advertising uh, that's advertised is uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Not one of my favorites of all of the Studio Ghibli movies, but still cannot deny how unique and crazy and weird and wacky and interesting it is because there's like just on the cover photo, just on the like main photo that's showing to me right now, there's a walking, a moving castle. Like nobody, I would never think of that. And it's not even a cat, like a proper looking castle. It's got houses. It's got a weird metal thing. There's propellers and stuff and flags and clothes. And I don't know. It's just all weird amalgam trees. It's, it's, there's nothing cohesive about it yet. It feels cohesive. And that is something that Ghibli specifically as a studio, uh, captures really really well uh Hayao Miyazaki is the uh the director of a lot of the the f- more famous ones I think or the more uh more in the mainstream ones like Spirited Away and stuff like that um but there's another one that I don't remember the director hang on Studio Ghibli film I really hope I'm pronouncing it right because I'm just gonna say it wrong this whole time then uh you know, that's that's pretty fun, huh? Isn't that fun? Isn't that a little bit fun? 
Miyazaki, Miyazaki, Takahata. Okay, so it's ta Takahata or Miyazaki. Commonly, I'm, I'm, oh, directors, okay. Mochizuki, Kondo, Hiroyuki Morita, Goro Miyazaki. Oh, is that a, is there, is there a relation? Son? Yes, son of Hayao Miyazaki. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, there's many more people who are more educated in all of this than I am, obviously. Um, but it's still worth watching and every step of the way, probably more worth watching than any other uh, animated film. But, you know... There's um there's something very special about what they create and how they create it and the the artistry that's involved the 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 dialogue is is so unique the characters feel so real and raw and and magical even in like kind of more more grounded stories which not many are but like even in the fantastical nature of all these stories, it's a uh, it's a whole. The character still feels so so real and emotional and connect to us. Like I would never imagine living in a world with a moving castle or in a in a big uh, big bathhouse like in Spirited Away or anything like that. But the characters in them still feel they mess up. They feel. There, there's an urgency and a, and a, and a panic and, an, and a nervousness that is kind of inherent in, in, in us, I guess. And something that you can, that most people, if not everyone can relate to, you know, it's, it's just something so special and, and I, and I do just want everyone to explore more Hayao Miyazaki Studio Ghibli films just for your own sake I feel like it opens you up and me up to so many new and wonderful concepts and spaces to where you know if you only watch Disney movies as your only outlet of animation, while they're all special and really cool in their own way, they're all unique in their own ways, obviously, they do oftentimes have a very similar style, a very similar kind of vibe to them all, and oftentimes even a very similar like story arc. Um, but... For movies like the Studio Ghibli films or like the Leica Studios like Paranorman or anything like that, they, especially uh, Studio Ghibli because it's from an, like, it's all produced in a completely different country, uh, it, it, it is made so differently that you, you have no choice but to learn and to experience something so new and so special. So yeah, 
long story short, uh, just watch more uh, more various animated films. Because I love an- I love Disney as much as the next person. I love Pixar as much as the next person. But there's such a vast world of animation, and I feel like a lot of people just when you hear animation, you're like, okay, Disney. But there's so many different places. Shrek Shrek kind of pushed that. They're like, okay, there's Disney and then there's Shrek. Uh, but you know, the 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 vast reaches of animation are are further than anyone can imagine i think and and they're only getting wider and broader and more vast if you will so uh so yeah um okay next i'm going to talk about one specific movie but i'm going to quickly cut uh and then I'll be right back. So if there's a weird pause or, or something in the recording, this is why. Okay. And I'm back. Uh-huh. That probably seemed like nothing to you, so uh, just disregard it, and we'll move on, right? Um, anyways, so I mentioned before the slight weird pause that uh, I was going to talk about one specific film. It was more—it was a recent film that I uh, that I watched, and actually, I'm changing the brief for this half, I guess, this portion to two movies I want to talk about. One that I absolutely loved and cherished with all my heart and one that I didn't. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am capable of hating animated movies. Uh but you know, there's always I feel like there's always something to like and something to admire from a movie, even if it's uh, from an animated movie, even if it's not the best made, the best animated, the best created or anything like that. I still struggle not appreciating the amount of time and effort sorry the amount of time and effort that went and that goes into like animating a full feature length film you know even even a tv show which i haven't really talked about in this maybe that's for another episode but um but the amount of time and and stuff that that goes into making a feature length animated movie like trumps any any type of like negative feelings that I've had for for animated movies any movies that I've that ha- haven't really clicked with me I haven't really enjoyed or didn't enjoy as much as as other people have but uh but you know there's there's always that aspect of animation animated movies that just cannot be beat it's it's incredible it's anyways i'm rambling again we're going to move on to i don't want to say a comparison cuz it's not a comparison they're two completely different films and they're two uh 
they're they're just they're they're incomparable. But the two movies in question, uh, the one that I absolutely loved and will probably love for the rest of my life as one of my top uh, animated movies of all time, The Mitchells versus the Machines. A new film came out 2021. One of my absolute favorite movies of this year, of last year, of all years. It's absolutely incredible. I'll dive into it a little bit more. And the one that I want to start with to get it over with is the animated film Charming. Yes, it's called Charming. I think it's called Charming. Yes, it's called Charming. Uh, It came out. When did it come out? Hang on. Just doing a quick Google. It also came out in 2021. Okay, for that we can compare them. Uh, because those are the two ends of the of the spectrum of 2021 animated films, I guess. Um, what I will say is out of sheer just dislike for the movie, I did not finish it. So Charming might be the first animated movie I never watched all the way through. Um, I probably should just to give it a fair chance because I don't know how it ends. I don't know how like even the middle bit is. I think I gave up after a half an hour. Wow. I gave up after half an hour. I probably should give it a chance, give it, give it a chance, but, um, you know, it was just really bad. I was not a fan of it. And I'm sure lots of people are, and I don't want to discredit their enjoyment of it. And I don't want to discredit you from watching it if it sounds interesting. Uh, but I will I will read the uh, Netflix description just to, just to give you an idea of what it is. Um, okay. Cinderella Snow White Sleeping Beauty. With three brides to choose from, his charm was a curse till he finally met his true his real true love and that sounds very cliche and to be fair to the movie it is not that cliche it uh, it kind of takes a, a nice twist on the on the whole true love thing um it's it's about this man named charming i think his name is just prince charming he might have a first name just don't remember it um, but he, everybody falls at his feet. He was cursed with being so charming and so beautiful. So everybody loves him. Um, and he hates it cause he doesn't like being the center of attention or whatever. Uh, and then there's one lady who, who doesn't care about him. And he's like, Oh my God, she doesn't like me. Now I gotta love her. Now I love her. She's the best. She's, she's everything I want. Somebody that doesn't care about me, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, so these are spoilers. I should have uh, put that there uh, at the beginning. But, yes, there's some very cute animated m- moments. Uh, it is, the, the cast is not terrible. Um, uh, Wil- Wilmer Vandarama, who uh, voices Fez, I think his name is Fez from that 70s show, is uh, the main character, Charming. Uh, and Demi Lovato is the... Uh, voice of the the lady love i guess you will see is also in it for some reason um but yeah it's kind of the reasons i don't like it are 
sadly, probably more superficial just because the voice acting, I guess, the voice acting compared with the animation for whatever reason created and creates a disconnect in my head and in my eyes that I just, I can't get over. It just doesn't fit, I guess. It's weird. Um, I don't know how else to describe it other than it's weird. In a similar way to um, Boy Toy from Anastasia. Don't remember his freaking name either. I'm blanking on a lot of stuff today. That's fun. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, Anastasia 97. Do do do. The one voiced by uh, John Cusack, whatever. Uh, uh, Dimitri, obviously, Dimitri. Fucking watched the show a million times at Mervish, but whatever. Um, Dimitri. The the animation of Dimitri in that movie, compared to the rest of of Anastasia, they kind of in my head uh, looked so different, and I'm sure there was like some reason behind it, or it was a different artist or whatever who drew it, but it just it didn't click with me. Similarly to how the voice acting and the animation of this don't click with me either. Um, but it's also just like. It feels ham-fisted in the pop music-y stuff. That's just like, we have Demi Lovato, we have Asiya. We have to put their music in the whole thing and just non-stop leave it there. And I don't mind their music, but it just doesn't fit with the world that they created. And I'm a big, I guess a big continuity person. Uh, where like I'd like it to kind of feel like it fits together. You can be as wacky out there as you want it to be, just so long as you kind of create that in your world. But I just it's it's all kind of set in the in the older kind of like not like like Robin Hood-ish kind of era, I guess. Because I can't think of anything else. It's it's yeah, like the the fairy tale, you know, Brothers Grimm era stuff. And just in those, in that kind of setting, in that kind of world, and in the world that they created, it just, I don't know, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. And I hope that if you watch it, you like it, because I always want people to like the things that they watch. But just for me, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, the acting, the, the story is fine. It's fine, but it's not great. It's kind of again, it's cliche. It's sad. Like like it's it's a it's a weird kind of risky, slippery slope for no reason. I think kind of doing it because in a similar vein to having a and and I, I only watched half an hour of it, so I don't know if if it changes or if it grows or if it evolves from here. But it felt like. Um, the pursuit of somebody who doesn't care about you. And that's creepy to me. Somebody who obviously doesn't want you around, but you still like kind of stalk them. A little weird. A little weird, little risky territory to... Risky message, I guess, to send to the probably more likely children that watch this. 
I don't know. I don't know. There's there's probably more, but it's really that kind of clash of of styles that just doesn't feel warranted or and it it kind of feels so what's the word? Like uh communicate god. Not capitalistic. Kind of like consumeratory consumerismist. I don't know what I'm talking about. But like it feels like they're making it for the sake of making it. Making it for the sake of kind of, you know, we want to tell a story. We have to get these uh, ladies. They want to act. Uh, they want to get, we want to get their music out there. So we'll put them in the movie and they're they're fine their voice acting in itself is fine the animation in itself is fine but together for whatever reason it just doesn't click with me but on the flip flop of that on the flip side we have the magicalness the mid, mid majesty of um of the mitchells versus the machines another movie i watched very recently uh and one that just had everything that I wanted in a movie, in an animated movie, everything that could possibly be needed, anything that I could think of, and more. So much stuff. It's perfect. It's a perfect 2020 movie. It has memes. Y'all, it has memes. It's got freaking memes in an animated movie, and I never thought I would ever see a day where memes were, like, not only prevalent, but, like, story-driven aspects of a, a movie, let alone an animated movie. It's just so out of the realm of my mind that it's a possibility. Again, I'm sorry. I'm burping up a storm here. A little water. Hang on a sec. Okay. I'm back. Back in business. Um, but the Mitchells vs. Machines, I will read the... Just for posterity, I'm going to read the the explanation on Netflix here, another Netflix original uh, film, uh, originally called Connected, supposed to come out, I think, either 2019 or 2020, no, yeah, I think it was 2019 in September, it was supposed to come out, then they pushed it a little bit further, and then COVID happened, so they pushed it even further, uh, and now it's here. Um, the description goes, a robot apocalypse put the, puts the... Uh, a robot apocalypse put the brakes on their cross-country road trip. Now it's up to the Mitchells, the world's weirdest family, to save the human race. And I feel like that's an encapsulation of the plot. That gets the plot pretty, pretty succinctly, pretty well. But it's all of the little things in this movie that just are so unique and weird. It feels similar to Into the Spider-Verse in its like style, in its color palettes, in its kind of brightness, in its energy. But it's so not like Into the Spider-Verse any other way. It's... And I might go into some spoilers here. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to try to not because I really want... You got you all to watch it if you have the time and the and the energy and the passion to, because it is probably in my top, I want to say top five. It might be like six. It might be number six in the list of my favorite animated movies, 
but it's definitely up there. It's got a pace. It's it's over two hours or just about two hours. Yeah, an hour, 54 minutes. And it keeps a pace that is unlike any animated movie or any movie in general that I've seen. I usually get disinterested with uh, anything like around two hours movie length. It's just, on, on, oftentimes it just feels like they're padding it to make it reach the two hour mark. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I get it. Create the characters. Sure. We like that. We got to create the characters. We got to build the world and that takes time. Sure. This does it so well. I think because it's set in like a modern time frame, So we kind of know it. So there's not really any need to create the like, like to establish the world so much. Um, though they do, they still do very a very good job at that. Um, but it just, it breezes by. It almost felt like a half an hour or like an hour maybe. It was fast paced. It was all, always something action packed, always something funny or always something emotional. What, one of those, one if not more of those things were happening at every moment. There was not a dull moment in the entire movie. There was just uh, uh and the emotional aspects of it all about family and trust and you know kind of finding that balance between personal and familial uh and like the space and finding because because the main character uh i don't remember her name either I'm just bad with names, I think. Um, but the main character, anyways, the the girl of the family, the daughter, um, is a... She's, like, going off to college soon. Or, like, she's supposedly going off to college, like, now. Um, and she's kind of lost her connection with her father. So they, like... Because her dad tries too hard to try to make him, make her like him. So they kind of, they grow apart and this is kind of them growing back together as well as with the whole family, just kind of becoming a a unit and loving their weirdness and living in their weirdness and accepting who they are. And that, that's always a lovely story uh, in my mind. I teared up obviously because I tear up at most movies um, these days, especially when they're emotional and fa- family movies. Uh like about family movies. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's nothing like it. I I've never seen a movie like it. And that to me just makes it all the more worth watching and all the more exceptional of a movie. It's something unique in 2021. And that's so hard to do because there's been decades and decades and decades and millennia of, entertainment that's been created how do you make it feel fresh how do you make it feel inviting and new and and exciting the mitchells versus machines that's how you do it they have hit it right on the head it's insane how incredible this movie is and i implore i implore anybody listening to this to watch it enjoy it because i think there's not a really likely possibility that you don't it just feels unless you like slower stuff if you like slower stuff might not be your cup of tea 
but I like the fast-paced stuff. I like I like they hit the beats that they need to hit. They don't wallow in the emotion. They don't sit in that sadness. They don't, you know, take those pauses. Sometimes pauses are really necessary and nice. And they do take pauses, but they don't take overly overly long pauses. They don't take anything. They don't drag anything out too much. It's succinct. It's clean. And it's beautiful. And I implore you to watch it. Please do yourself a favor and watch it. Okay. And it's not non-spawn or whatever. Uh, I'm not sponsored by this, even though I, God, I wish I was. I would yell it from mountaintops if I, if I was. Uh, and I still might yell it from mountaintops just for the fun of it. Because it's a great, great movie. And I highly recommend it. Anyways, that relatively uh, wraps up my kind of rambly but uh, emotional, not emotional, my rambly but uh, passionate uh, exploration of the cool side of animated movies by Jamie. I think I will one day do another episode about animated tv or maybe like like our cartoons uh just more generally or maybe older cartoons because i know them better than i know current stuff but anyways today's video is all about animated movies only i'm keeping it to that so we can have more episodes uh down the line but yeah that has been, this has been the cool side of the Pillow Podcast. Um, I guess I'll do one of those, uh, one is what you call them is again, the lightning rounds that I do for my guests. I'll do one for you guys. Why not? Let's give it a shot. We'll give it a try. Um, so I usually ask them their favorite movie. My favorite movie. Oof. I can't do that. That's impossible. I don't know how they do it. That's sad. Uh, I'm I'm a bad person for asking people that. Um, I think right now, just in my brain, what's what's calling to me is Matilda. I think Matilda might be my just overall favorite movie ever. Um, but there are so many other ones. Uh, School of Rock is a great movie. I'm just looking through my list. I watched it and I love it uh, with all my heart. I've watched it a million times and that's something I can watch forever. Um, you know, Brother Bear is probably my favorite animated movie. The Aladdin, close up there. Kung Fu Panda, close up there. Um, I love, uh, I love Kiki's Delivery Service was really good as well. Again, I'm just looking through my list. Um, recently I watched, uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. I know it's not really a, a movie, but. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, I highly recommend, unless you're in a very emotional place in your life right now, then uh, maybe wait on it a bit. Um, you know, there's just, there's so much great, so many great movies out there, just generally all over the place that, uh, you know, I can't pick one. Hot Fuzz, really great movie as well. Um, Baby Driver, great movie. I mentioned in the previous episode. Um, yeah, now I'm just rambling on that. Paddington, Paddington, Paddington 2. Paddington 2. That might be 
uh, top five as well. Um, Goodwill Hunting. Anything with Robin Williams. Always great. Always wonderful. Um, moving on to uh, favorite musical artist right now, or musical band, or whatever. Right now, my favorite musical artist is probably, or artists, is probably the band Camelot. Um, they're kind of a more, I don't know, operatic, heavy, heavy metal, but I don't know, elaborate uh, band. I don't know. There's there's such a weird mix of stuff, but they're awesome. Um, and I highly recommend them as well if you like uh, kind of... Yeah, they're kind of heavy metal. I would probably liken them more to, to heavy metal than anything else. And I'm not a big heavy metal person, so... Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been recently getting into uh, the singer Gavin Creel. Um, but other than that, there's, there's so many. And I kind of just listen to music to listen to music these days. Uh, just a song that I like, I'll listen to it. Uh, Phil Collins. We'll go with Phil Collins as my answer here. Um, favorite show right now, I'm watching an incredible K-drama called, um, called Hello, My Twenties, uh, with a friend of mine, and that probably right now is my favorite show. Um, I'm really liking, I, I really liked Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra. Those are great ones. Um, The Boys, I just finished watching season two, and that's incredible. Uh, terrible hate it hate it most of the time just because all of the characters suck but still very good um hilda the the animated we're going to animate it quickly the animated uh tv show on netflix hilda uh canadian made uh i think or like canadian europe uh, england made um it's so good two seasons wonderful show um do 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 what else do i like tv shows what other tv shows do i like help me people help me i need i need help i don't remember what i like um <laughs> yeah i think those are the two that are sticking in my my brain right now uh 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 yeah we'll go with those hilda hilda's my favorite tv show of all time that's probably not too. It was 16. The TV show 16 from back in the day. Or, you know, any older show. I haven't really gotten into many newer shows. Um, cake or pie? I'm a... Hmm, I think I'm a pie person, more generally. But only if the pie comes with ice cream. Um, talk or text? Text. Earth, air, fire, water. I feel like I am more earth, but I prefer water. Inside or outside? Oh, probably inside, but I need some sort of outside sometimes. Favorite game, video or board game? Uh, Love Clue. Also a great movie. Add that to the movie list. Um, Clue. Um, Clue. I really like any Mario game, really. They're all pretty much what I, what I love about stuff. I played Luigi's Mansion 3, and that was pretty fun. Uh, it was very in interesting. It was the only, uh, Luigi's Mansions that mansion I've ever played. So that's, uh, that's something. So that probably is the most recent game that I played that I really, really liked. 
Um, I also played uh, Don't Stop Don't Stop Talking and Nobody Explodes or whatever that game is called, and that is fucking terrifying and wonderful at the same time. Um, um, ba dum ba dum ba dum. Cats or dogs? I'm a cat person. Favorite food? Favorite food? Favorite food? Mm-hmm. I'm lactose intolerant, so all my favorite foods obviously have dairy in them. Uh, so ice cream. Very basic, very general. It's not really a food, but ice cream. Um, but but um. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I've got more, but I don't think I do. I mean, I love most foods, so, you know, rice. Does rice count? Rice is very broad, but I love rice. I love pasta. I love mashed potatoes. Very basic. All of these are very basic and bland, but uh, I'm a white man. What do you say? What do you want? Um, and finally... Who inspires me? Lightning round answer immediately. Robin Williams, rest in peace. Um, Jack Black, another person. I'm not anywhere uh, in his wheelhouse of, like, I'm not musical in any way, but uh, just being a fat man in a, in a thin man's world, I guess, uh, Is uh he 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 hits the mark for me, um. Josh Gad also again kind of cliche with that, but I think Robin Williams is number one. Also, um, my mom and my grandma, uh, both of whom have just proven wonderful role models for me growing up in my life. They uh, my grandma has like fought so much through her life and. You know, she moved to a country at a young age with not much knowledge of the language and not much, you know, experience with our style of life and stuff. So her and my mom, who's raised two pretty good boys on her own, uh, all inspiring, all inspiring, awe inspiring. Both of those apply. Um, but yeah, those are about who uh, who inspire me. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the cool side of the pillow podcast. I, uh, I thank you and I, uh, I hope you enjoyed if you didn't, you know, you don't have to tell me if you want to, you can, I like the criticism. I'll take the criticism, but uh, you know, you don't have to just keep that in mind. Um, but you know what? With that, I will say thank you once again. I hope you all have wonderful days. And I will see you all next Monday for an all-new episode. Thank you, guys. Bye. Stay frosty, my friends. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cool Side of the Pillow podcast. If you like what you heard, tune in every Monday for all-new episodes. And follow me on Instagram at the Cool Side of to keep up to date with what I've got going on. While you're at it, check out my website, thecoolsideof.com. Stay frosty, my friend.